Hello. That was a dangerous time for Dom to run away from the microphone. <laughs> dangerous time for me to run <laughs> off and turn off my air purifier. But I really, really hope that the listeners appreciate the now lack of background noise. There was a bit. There was a moment where I'm like, is he going to run away? Is this a bit? He's just going to make me start without him there. <laughs> it would be a fantastic bit for me to just let you begin a show mm. and then I just disappear completely. Yeah, especially because like, it's your episode today. But um, Come yeah. back right at the end. I'm Morgan, and as always, and it's still always because he did come back, uh, I'm joined by yep. my co-host Dom. Hello, Dom. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? As- I'm very from, good. It's uh, lovely to be back for yet another month of pitching and tenting. brainstorming and business acumen. stuff. Acumen. Is that the right use of the word acumen? is a quality, isn't it? Yeah, business acumen. You're Bus- good at business. Bus- I, that's where my brain went, but just... Business development, I think changing the world. BD. BD. It's, uh, it's, it's good to be here in the tent. It's always good to be here in the tent, especially on recording days. Some other days it's a bit grim in the tent, but, you know, we can't Yes, well, we can't the, the that. karate group are on their, um, their you know, mid-year break, which has been a bit of a hit to the finances for the whole operation here, but that's yeah. fine. We're talking about... Um, Hopefully, renting out some space to community groups to do um, language classes, basket which, weaving, which could be good, and um, yeah, basket weaving, of course. Yep. Good and uh, pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the country. So yeah, what's going on with that? Setting up some pickleball courts. Everyone's talking about pickleball these days. Is that one of ours? Did we pitch that, or is that? I wish we had. <laughs> Have you ever played it? It's no. spectacularly is, fun. Is it like squash or tennis or something? It's it's basically table tennis, but f- real full size. So you've got like a tennis court from normal tennis, but you've got like you've got a badminton bats. court. Okay, you got a badminton court with like wooden paddle, okay, racket things. Okay, sounds and interesting. A plastic ball. Look, maybe you can teach me when we get the court set up in the tent. We'll, we'll do some pickleball. Yeah, uh, and we'll it's maybe we, it, our next AGM we'll do over a game of pickleball. That makes perfect sense. That'll be how we decide decisions, right? Like mm. it won't be there will be no voting. It'll just be whoever wins the point. Yeah, and the the minutes will be fucking nightmare because it'll be like someone said something and then they served and then the it'll, value yeah. was returned <laughs> and then they said something. To be uh, minutes in one column and be. score in the other. <laughs> yeah, our poor stenographer. Oh dear. We, we haven't introduced our stenographer on the podcast no, yet. No, I we? don't think it's typical to do so. I think no, we never will. Like a shadow role, they just sit in the background, but um, they, they 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 type everything we say. They do, and then we do not release the transcripts. No, no just for in case any of this ends up in court one day, for we audit, just want to have that ready purposes, to go. Yeah, court and auditing and stuff like that. But yeah, they have to type everything we say. It's kind of fun. Sometimes I just like lock eye contact with them, and I'm like. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S U V just on and on. Good guy. We have a good laugh. We have a good laugh. We have a good laugh. We have a good laugh here with our stenographer. Now enough talking about the stenographer, which we shouldn't even talked about in the first place. But we do. We do so love to talk inside baseball here. But Dom, you you've got a pitch today. I I hesitate to say pitch because you want to do something a bit different today. I'm not sure what exactly it is, but I'm assuming it's it's somewhat pitch related. I'm not sure. Uh, so, it I I don't think is any secret to the group that uh, sometimes I have difficulty coming up with pitches when it is my turn. It's the pre- it's pitch pressure, man. It gets you. You'd be the, like, the pitch oh, pressure really does get to me. And um, I, sometimes you know the the pressure gets insurmountable, not just from the pitch, but for just from the the general world itself as well. You know, like. I, and uh, one thing I've been thinking about recently has been the the threat of AI. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we work in mm-hmm. a creative field and uh, it seems like computers are becoming able to do those kinds of tasks. And, you know, I, I'm wondering how in a world where we, you know, come and, and, and pitch products that are useful, how how could we possibly compete against against this this juggernaut of a machine that is artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I started thinking about what may, maybe we could start 
jump on this trend, right, and start incorporating AI into our pitches and, and pitch some AI-driven products and services Ooh. and ideas. But I, I thought maybe we could take it even a, a step further. And so what I wanted to do this week was audition um, AI as a, a tool for us to use in crafting the podcast. Oh, I do like this. And and how perhaps we could, and, and you know, this ties right into the, the money problems we're having with, you know, our, our great in re- real estate investment with the tent, um, not exactly paying Good off. callback, good callback. <laughs> <laughs> but whether we could perhaps work less, lean on AI a little bit more. We do work and, very hard. And... Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's been a while since we've had a guest. So I thought we could bring on ChatGPT Special as a guest. guest episode. ChatGPT, welcome to the show. Kind of now, if I had had this idea earlier in the week, I would have uh, put together perhaps a soundboard of various <laughs> uh, computer voices saying things and we could actually have had ChatGPT appear on the show. I think if this goes well, we can maybe do a regular guest spot and maybe <laughs> ChatGPT will learn to speak in the future. Even if it's just like uh, we get like towards the end of episode, we get ChatGPT's opinion on our on our ideas. Well, well, we'll take the transcript from the episode and we'll feed it back into ChatGPT and we'll get it to write us an uh, iTunes review for the episode. Yeah. But basically what I did this morning was I, um, I described our program to ChatGPT. Yep in very little detail, and asked it to come up with some ideas for products that we could potentially pitch on the show. And so my, my basic goal with this experiment is, is twofold. Number one, I want to see if our, our brains and our idea generators are in any danger of being surpassed by ChatGPT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Assess the threat. And then if they are, maybe we could monopolize that and somehow, uh, you know, get ahead of the curve and start utilizing chat GPT going forward and just make this a completely AI driven podcast. Yeah. And if that ends up being the case, um, our listeners might not ever hear this episode because I assume we'd want to keep that a secret. Yes. It will release, we'll release the episode, but then if it were, if it does go really well in the future, we'll get the AI to delete every existence <laughs> of it on the internet. And then also like subtly suggest through social media to our listeners that they didn't, just didn't exist. delete it out of their minds. Just, yeah, neg them until they <laughs> gaslight them. That makes perfect it didn't sense. Exist. The powers of AI. This is the thing we don't know what it's capable of, so I want to know what it's capable of. And I think I think there is also the opportunity that, that and the possibility that the computer might have come up with a fantastic product that we we have would never in a million years have considered. And so, possibility. May, maybe these will be the these will be the ones that that make us billionaires. I do like this idea because it's essentially it's kind of like Shark Tank, except instead of normal people coming on, we're going to be like AI. Have you got any good <laughs> ideas? No, nah, that's trash. <laughs> Stupid AI. Or it's going to be like, no, that's a good one. Well done, AI. <laughs> this is good because when we when we have guests, and it's never happened that a guest has come in. And, and pitched an absolute stinker of an idea. But you have to be nice to guests anyway. We don't have to be nice to the computer. It's just a computer. Yeah. But We, um, we don't have to hold back. So what I've done is I, I've, I've told ChatGPT what its general job is, and that is to come up with inventive new products. Uh, and I, I did focus it on products. Um. I don't. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of ChatGPT pitching his movies and TV shows. Yeah, not not in this political <laughs> climate. <laughs> not until the strike's over, at least. <laughs> but um, so I've, I've, I've and I, I I got its response, and I took out the um, either the ones that already existed. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's if it's a smart, why didn't it know that? It did. It did pitch uh, zero calorie snacks, which I think is just celery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are ripped straight from movies, as far as I can tell it, one of the suggestions was just f- just just plainly the click remote from <laughs> look, the Adam look, Sandler movie. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna begrudge it that uh, some of my finest ideas are inspired by movies. <laughs> and then also the completely impractical. It did suggest a uh, 
um, a, a device that opened up a wormhole to anywhere in the world that you wanted to go, which well, I, I think is yeah. beyond even our most inventive uh, possibilities you of didn't... what science can provide at this stage. <laughs> Look, yeah, no, no, not to not to call you out, ChatGPT, but if we if we wanted to invent, if we could invent that, we would have. Like, it's that's a very obvious thing. Teleportation. It's. <laughs> It's exactly. like, it's up there. We just it's... can't. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, someone will. But today is not that day. No. Unless, so I, I don't know, it... did you ask if it had any plans? for? <laughs> it's like, here's an idea. I've got no way of achieving it. Or it might be the next thing to do. It's like, please give me the, uh, <laughs> the precise instructions on how to create a wormhole machine. Yeah. Maybe we will cut this part out, just in case it does tell us how. <laughs> I was where after the show. Uh, if you still hear this part, ChatGPT did not come up with viable plans for a wormhole machine. And if you didn't, and if you didn't hear this part, it doesn't matter because you're you're wormholing to work. Hey. So I figured I'd just run through the list. And yeah, we and we can have a bit of time, time on, them. on these as we want. Yeah, we can flesh them out. We can disregard. I'm excited. I'm I'm genuinely I've, really curious. I've ended up with ten ideas. It's a good and I think I'll start by saying my favorite, my favorite thing that it's done, in general, uh, which I didn't tell it to do, and it I don't think has any reason to, but it has decided to give each uh, product a fun name. Oh fuck yeah! I was gonna say, <laughs> has it named them? Because. Uh- that's like what I buy, honestly. I love the best part is like coming up with a fun name for this stuff. I love the idea that's having a go. I love that it's getting I know, involved. I know. And look, they're not great names. They're very straightforward. But I, it does, it, it's giving me a, like a top line name and then a short description. Sometimes the best names are very straightforward. So, <laughs> number one. Can you maybe say the names and I can have a guess at what Okay, okay, is? okay. I will say the names and you can guess what it's come up with, what the actual product is. Number one is the utensil umbrella. The utensil umbrella. The utensil umbrella. So immediately I'm thinking some kind of Frankenstein of a pocket knife and an umbrella. <laughs> That's pretty close. Can you think of why someone might want that? Because it's given me a description of the product <laughs> and, and then also buy why it? you might want it. That's good. That's something. That's good. It's t- it's like this is the niche in the audience. This is who will buy it. Exactly. This exactly. Is great. Uh, why you would want that? Um, I guess it depends on what exactly. Like if it's a extremely portable. Like if you're adding an umbrella to a pocket knife. Like if it's a mm-hmm, fully functional mm-hmm. umbrella, pocket knives are pretty handy. Like it's just making the pocket knife more. It's just like with a cocktail umbrella. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is not. Either. Or it's yeah. Or umbrellas. I don't know. Maybe they ha- there's a lot of unutilized space there, and it's like why it would why can't it have both? Also, umbrellas break. Maybe if you have all those utensils, you can fix a broken umbrella. I don't oh, know. That's fair. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of reasons. I'm sure it has its own. Well, the computer has suggested the utensil umbrella is an umbrella with utensils attached, so you can cook outdoors even in the rain. <laughs> Okay, so it's specifically cooking utensils. <laughs> specifically cooking. So I imagine it's an umbrella, and you and you carry it around like it's a normal umbrella, and then you open it up, and hanging yeah. from yeah. under the canopy, perhaps on strings, you've got like you know a, a butcher's knife and and like a spatula yes. and a wooden spoon and. I'm just picturing like, yeah, it's an umbrella and then you open up and it's just like in those, you know how like kitchens have those fancy hanging racks? It's just yeah. got like, all of those. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It seems like, you know, like you see those like those memes of like those weird like, and yeah, I don't, yeah, I think I'm allowed to say this. Like those weird like yeah, okay. Japanese inventions that are like yes. super, mm-hmm. like this feels right at home in. in <laughs> it really does. It really feels like a, a Yes, exactly that. You're like, oh yeah, this is this is a strange invention coming out of Japan, the utensil umbrella. <laughs> and you know what? I do kind of. I think it's. I think it's kind of funny. It's a bit quirky. And while I don't think it has like a large market base, I think some people buy it. I do think it posits a very interesting starting point because mm-hmm. I know so Bunnings uh, sausage sizzles are a thing. People yep. like people do go camping and cook outdoors. And I was so like, sure, the umbrella is like a good starting point. But I feel like where you get to is you get like a gazebo 
that has like oh. and the walls kind of like on all the, the walls like when they fold down they've it's got everything you need already on the walls oh so i like this so the utensil umbrella is actually a full-size gazebo yeah that folds down to the size that a full-size gazebo folds down to but when you open it up it's a full-scale commercial the kitchen, kitchen yeah <laughs> yeah it's the ki- kitchen gazebo <laughs> I, I, I kind of like it. I think it's it's a good, at the very least, it's a good gag gift. Yeah. I wish... It, it, it would be a good I, gag gift. Just in general, I think it's decent. It There's got to be a way to tie it together a bit more. Like, umbrella utensils don't really fit. If there was some some way of, of, of shifting it slightly so that maybe instead of an umbrella, it was something a bit more kitchen-related, it could actually be a really useful like cooking yeah uh camping like the way i see it and like this is like this is actually like um if, if we can like smash out production in the next next week it's a great father's day gift exactly <laughs> like it's that it, sort it of vibe really it, it's got that vibe <laughs> i the, the thing it reminds me of is you know those like barbecue kits yeah. where it's like a, a tool roll and like you've got them all in this like fabric roll up thing and you maybe an umbrella mechanism is actually better than one of those rollout things. So yeah. it potentially has legs. But I'm also like picturing like I was originally like picturing like yeah the normal umbrella, but I'm also picturing you know like the umbrella hats. So it's like an, someone's wearing an umbrella hat and they just <laughs> got utensils hanging off like a cork, like a cork like hat. A cork. <laughs> yeah. I, it's there are so many like ways that this has been like like the. Every time I picture it in my head, it's different and it's humorous. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting. To, I, it, it's just peak efficiency. It is. It keeps you dry. It keeps your food dry and it keeps your I, meat cleaver close I by. I don't exactly know who it's peak efficiency for. Like, it's, it's, like, <laughs> I, I can see the instances where it can be useful, but mm. I don't understand. There's this, I feel like the even, it's even smaller the amount of people that are going to be bothered to buy it for those instances. I mean, it's clearly a camping product. Yeah, I think that's where it's. I think that's where it's most at home. It's, mm. but then again, if you're a camper, you already have like gazebos and stuff. And mm. I know some people like to set up their barbecues like away from that sort of stuff. But like, usually they might have two, and they'll have a cooking station. And so I don't know. I think maybe it's for like it's like camping light for like people just introing. Maybe I don't know. I think okay. So I think where we've landed is it's a beach umbrella. Oh, it's I, a giant beach umbrella. Yeah. But with kitchen utensils hanging under it. So what you can do is like set it up over a campfire and mm-hmm. like sit under it and cook under it. And so instead of a gazebo, this is your kitchen. Yeah. I love that. I think I think that's where I'm I'm happy for this the space for yeah. this to occupy. So Okay, there you go. If, uh, that's a that's a should we should we rate these as like a a yes or a no um it's like a go no go kind of thing yeah i think there's a yeah th- i think it's a an, an invest or not invest a go invest no invest or not invest yeah. i'm invest i think i'm invested in this <laughs> yeah yeah okay number two this one's i need to preface this by uh, saying right. that i and this might help you uh explain what it could be i did i did tell it that the the podcast was humorous at times <laughs> okay yeah 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 so number 2 is the instant language helmet okay i mean is it like a babel fish from pretty much hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy that's what i it is however problematic <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, that's 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 on brand for us to be say so it honestly i think it's nailed what the po- i didn't listen to the podcast <laughs> no 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 we're not this sort of problematic we are we are like uh, from a <laughs> like a, a, a liability and bodily harm uh, <laughs> problems problematic this was this is explicitly a helmet that translates any language but in a comically exaggerated <laughs> accent <laughs> oh god Oh, so this no. is like this is basically a helmet with like Google Translate built in. Yeah. So can I clarify? So I sh- I know ChatGPT hasn't given given these answers, but this is like we're probably gonna have to figure out. So you wear the helmet, mm-hmm. and it and you it listens from the outside. 
So mm-hmm. like, so you maybe using similar technology to noise cancelling headphones, it listens yep. and then it cancels it out. But in this case, it listens and then it plays it back to you inside the helmet. In but this, in a, in a, but com- in a comically yeah. exaggerated yeah. accent, it was very yeah. clear about Dom, that. I don't, I don't know that I'm fully understanding. Can you give me a demonstration <laughs> on how that would, on how that would sound? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny if I just cut. The- <laughs> no, that's a, that was a you. You spotted my trap. Well done. I I. I- <laughs> there are no accents I am qualified to do. <laughs> that would not be offensive <laughs> in some way. Yeah. Um, um I could see I could see where part of this is, <laughs> is a good idea. So the thing is so maybe <laughs> I love the idea that it's a helmet too. Yeah. Like I think that why not? I'm, I'm picturing like a full face motorcycle helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like you are completely cut off from the like, outside. I, I'm world. also picturing like, yeah, it's it's basically like so you're 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 on holiday <laughs> in a country, but you're like like say you go to Japan because I think that's a bit of culture shock. There's stuff everywhere. There's yep. noise. So you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> And also, I'm also like, I've added an extra element here. So you're, you're, it's, it's feeding you <laughs> what everyone's saying really offensively. And, but also on the screen, it's like live translating all the signs for you on oh, the visor. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, like, it's like an overwhelming experience. <laughs> like even more so. You're like, oh God. So, I mean, genuinely, like live translation ad- device is not a bad idea. It's it's making it, it a core. helmet is strange. Core is really good. <laughs> Giving it what what I must stress is its words quote comically exaggerated accent. It it also didn't say that it had to be the accent for that. Like it could be like like doing a, a comically exaggerated Spanish accent, but you're in like. <laughs> You're in Italy or something like it's not even giving you <laughs> the correct like accent. It's so no, so the helmet has its own accent. <laughs> it's just comically exaggerated. Every yeah, every helmet has an accent. <laughs> it's like yeah, you you can choose who you want to, the voice to be. You know, and like when you used to get pick your voices on like voice. Oh like, <laughs> <laughs> but it, oh my goodness. Okay, this is this one's a no in. Yeah, I me. look I. I think with this is like, we've got to take all these ideas. Like I, I agree I want to invest in the core value, but I think we're going to go as the idea as a whole is not invest in the, yeah. sorry, chat GPT. I think that's, you, you just right. missed the mark there a bit. <laughs> Number three, I promise they get better eventually. Uh, you, the utensil umbrella, I think was a strong start. I was slipping look, a bit in the middle. Pretty I think strong we'll get start. better. Spaghetti twirling fork shoes. Uh, I'm just going to go right ahead and say not invest, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, spaghetti twirling fork shoes. So I, there's a lot of descriptive words in there that should really help me out, but it's actually, I think it's actually confusing me (laughs) mostly. So I'm assuming there's shoes that have something to do with eating spaghetti. Yes. And and how, how might they help you eat spaghetti? Uh, they've, well, they've got forks on them, but that, but my Correct. big, but that's the entire idea. Feet are really far away from the mouth. That is not, that is not a concern of ChatGPT. So spaghetti twirling fork shoes are shoes with mini fork attachments to help you twirl spaghetti. Quote effortless. What does it mean by twirl spaghetti? What does that mean? Am I, I eating it? I Am I think cooking it? Means it? Like, like to tw- you know, like twirl oh. onto the- and eat it. So it's like a whisk on the end of your shoe that like no, spins no, no. around and like twirls. And yeah, but it's like the it's like the spinning. Like it, I assume it spins like a whisk and it twirls them, right? Oh, that That's makes the twirling sense. Action. I was assuming you'd have to maybe take the the shoe off. Other- otherwise, you're going to dislocate your. Or is it just like yeah, you get? It's like if you you have shoe forks in case you have a fork, you take your shoe off and eat, which is just an unhygienic experience. Also, I'm picturing, and this is because of toes, I'm mm-hmm. picturing like five different sized forks <laughs> on the end of the shoe, but I'm assuming it's just picturing one fork on the end of the shoe. It does also say, yeah, that's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing like just a pair of like, you know, 
leather I, business shoes. I can't wait to do with little forks in the front. for all these ideas for when this episode gets released. <laughs> They're gonna be atrocious. The other thing about this is it does say that the fork, the mini forks, Specifies are attachments. Mini. So, so they I think take them on and off. So I think it's just normal shoes. Yeah, and you're like, you can. You I'm can, going out for Italian tonight. Got to put my. So you can stick your, like, like little forks onto the. This is a no invest. For yeah, I, I I don't know what you were thinking, ChatGPT. This one, I think you're going a bit crazy. Reel it back in. No Speaking invest. of reeling. Number four. Did I just stumble into an accidental segue? <laughs> Self-adjusting socks. Okay. Self-adjusting socks. Now, I think this one is actually solving a problem in the world mm-hmm. that I know people have. Socks fall down. They can get caught. They can get, get into your shoe. Sometimes they even go under your heel and it's a bit... I'm assuming this is like... Maybe like suspenders vibes, but like a bit different. And they they constantly like readjust your socks, like pull them up. Yeah. So I think the problem is... Not like You, you have identified the same issue that ChatGPT has with the world, which is that, yes, socks fall down throughout the day. Um, and it has proposed the self-adjusting sock as a solution to that, but it has unfortunately not given any details on how it might work. These are socks that automatically adjust themselves to the perfect fit, eliminating the need to pull them up throughout the day. But that's just restating the problem. I don't. I, it's been left as an exercise to us to figure out how to make them automatically yeah, it's adjust. It's like, here's the problem. Are you, they, they need to be adjustable. That's however you do that. I don't care. <laughs> it's, the question it's, it's is, palming that how, off to us. how do socks end up falling down? Is it that they're not elastic enough? Is it just, is it the movement of the, the actual ankle pulling it down? Why do socks fall down to begin with? I think it's constant movement during the day, right? And the way that it might rub the angles. Like, un- I like your idea of like sock suspenders. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was a thing that... I feel like that was, like, a thing in the 80s or something. People would have, like... when they, You'd be, like, under their business Google pants, that. they would have, like, the sock suspenders. Like, they'd have... They'd wear the things on their legs and they'd, they'd keep oh, their socks Oh, of course they do. Up. Like, the yeah. sock garter things. Yeah. Yeah. They just exist. Yeah. So, those ones, I think the difference here is they constantly keep them. Whereas this one's, like, oh, it needs to... Maybe more flexibility, readjust throughout the day. But like, oh, these have fallen mm. a bit, but you're sitting cross-legged, so they need to be at this. I, I don't know. It does Honestly. say the perfect fit. So it would somehow need a way to, to creep itself back up your leg. Yeah. What if they, were, what if they were alive? <laughs> <laughs> and they just they just like, oh, yeah, I didn't time to crawl back up the leg. It's actually your, your socks are made up of <clears throat> thousands and thousands of... Um, Tiny bacteria that can move <laughs> and and does bacteria move? I don't know. I, I genuinely have no idea. I don't think if we sell it like that, people are going to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to make people uncomfortable. It's just a colony of ants. That <laughs> have heard, dude, have you heard time. about these new socks? It's just a colony of ants on your feet. <laughs> They're really warm. <laughs> yeah, they always get holes in them because you're literally walking and crushing them. <laughs> So, so are we investing in these? Um, I reckon we need to have like a middle character. There's like invest, not invest. And then like maybe like R&D or like... Uh, requires further development. Yeah, requires further development. This RFD. is good because I think this is this is a genre of invention where, you know, you've taken something that, that already has one solution that's not perfect, which is the sock garters. Maybe uh, this there is a way to do this better. I'm thinking like, think you know, that, in that wire... Area. That like you, it's like memory wire, and you run an electric current through it, and it, and oh, it straightens itself yeah. back out. Maybe that's like running through the sock or something. Yeah, electric and socks. So if it gets bun- <laughs> if it gets bunched up, then they could heat. Oh, then they, they could, could heat your feet as well. as well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Warming socks. Oh, that also self-adjust, dude. You almost flipped me into invest, oh. <laughs> even though it's not chat. I feel like this is our own idea. This is our own idea that I would invest. ChatGPT, sorry. We're not investing in your self-adjusting socks. What we are doing is electric socks. Yeah. Surely someone's done that before. I'm going to look that up. 
I even think as a net, like electric socks has a nice ring to it as a net. Like that's all it is, and that's very straightforward. Okay, they do exist. You can buy them on Amazon. But what are, what are they? They are they are heated socks. They're socks with like an electric heating element in the bottom. Some of them even have an app. How does that work? How do they? Do you have to charge them at night? I think so. Do they go on what if it? you charge them by walking? Yeah. All right. Electric socks. We're onto it. Yeah. And I'm just picturing the S of the socks is a lightning bolt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. Thanks, ChatGPT, for nothing. For nothing. That was all us. Number five. What's the... Because you have to sign something when you use ChatGPT, right? Do how you? Do, I don't know. Is there like stuff like... How, how does that go with our... With our, like, if it's on our show, it's our idea thing. Are we getting into some legal trouble here? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to talk to counsel. Um, our, uh, I assume I, I, I signed up for some uh, terms and conditions. I don't really know. Yeah, what are the chat? Like, are people, are people giving away? Are we giving away our ideas? Well, so I, I didn't... There was a court case recently, I think. Or there was something where they were talking about that AI stuff wasn't copyrightable. Interesting. So I think perhaps the ideas, these these little prompts that we've been given, perhaps they are public domain. But once we but talk about them... Certainly once we solidify them in podcast form, these ideas fall under the same rules that any other idea yeah. on the program does. Perfect. Great. Cool. Love that. With that, number five, emotion-changing ties. Emotion-changing ties. Is this like a mood ring, but for ties? <laughs> Correct. Ties that change patterns and colours based on the wearer's mood, turning boring office meetings into a fashion Dude, show. Dude, I don't even need to go into any more detail. That's a hard invest. And, like, <laughs> I I know there's negatives to this as well. Like, it's good. Like, oh, yeah, you can see, like, if, oh, I, Dom's tie is a bit... He's a, he looks like it's good. He's grumpy. I'm not going to talk to him now. <laughs> but like it also like if you're in a meeting, it's like it's like gives you you can't have a poker face anymore. <laughs> uh, probably not ideal, but fucking love that world. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, just where everyone's going around wearing like, yeah, like mate, you can see this. Rings like it wouldn't it chest. wouldn't be a tie, and it would, it'd be something technological. But you can see this as like a Black Mirror episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that they change. They don't just change colors. They change patterns. As yeah. Well. I like because I feel like colors you're limited to like a, a spectrum, right? And then color you can have like a book or like an app. And like he's this color with this pattern. That means he's happy, but he's really tired and he's ready to go. <laughs> like there's gonna be like these all these levels. So much more nuance. Yeah. <laughs> That's emotion I, change. How do we get people to wear them? Did we just uh, you know we just mandate them for yeah, all, all companies? Trap all companies have to mandate it. <laughs> All we companies have to. We we, so, we yeah we 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 go we don't we don't put it in the shops. We go to the companies directly and be like, this will improve your efficiency. We'll do some tests. Oh, it will. And we'll be like, this will improve your efficiency, and keep people keep people. <laughs> they'll they'll Almost. retreat within themselves and they won't show a lot. Because they'll try and hide themselves. It'll the improve office. your productivity and also your uh, morale. Mm. I, I like <laughs> emotion changing ties. I, I really like that one. That one hit the nail on the head with that one. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I will mark that as a hard invest. Don't like wearing ties though, but I'll wear one for if that's the world we live in. I think I think they should be available in like bow ties as Ooh, well. Yep, as, bow ties. as standard ties. But maybe maybe this could Cravats. extend to other exactly. <laughs> a scarf, perhaps. Just anything you wear around your neck. Yeah. Number six. The procrastination eliminator. Oh, okay, that's very vague. Uh, the I know it's also very on the nose. It's it's something I could use. I think it's something you could use, like right now. You think not right now specifically, but just like in my life in general. Procrastination eliminator. Something that eliminates procrastination. procrastination. What do you think? And I assume that ChatGPT has done the research. What do you think is the most effective way to stop someone procrastinating? Uh, I don't know. Get rid of their phone. <laughs> I it's oh. it's a device let's say oh no oh, it's, is it's it? definitely a device it says <laughs> is, it's a device is it a shock collar <laughs> a device that detects when you're procrastinating and gives you a gentle electric shock to keep you focused <laughs> oh no I didn't I was hoping it wasn't actually that 
The computer is now advocating that we put shock collars on people if they're this, not being this productive is, this enough. Is, this is concerning that the AI is already <laughs> subtly in, 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 in doing this. I'll be honest, until until we had that realization, I was an invest. This is now a hard <laughs> decline. I think I give think, that one the red light, Chat GPT. Yeah, that one, yeah, we have to reteach Chat GPT. That's bad. Um, I think, yeah, I think I can't, in good conscience, for all humanity, <laughs> invest in that. Even Do though, not give you know what? Shocks to the humans even if they though, don't perform. Even, even though I think it would probably work, it would absolutely <laughs> work. Like I would buy one, except now knowing that this is what the AI wants, I do not want one. No. I think I think it would be irresponsible <laughs> to greenlight this project. Also, I think there's there is a practical issue of detecting when you're procrastinating. Mm. Because I think there's different levels of this. I don't know if this applies to you, but I certainly procrastinate by doing other productive things. Yeah. I think I think it's a it's a gray area, you know? Yeah. So but, when I have a work deadline, that's when I tidy the house. So yeah. am I really procrastinating? Maybe. Who knows? I feel I like maybe say. there's like some settings you have to I set. I feel like I'd just and be like constantly a, getting shot. Yeah, I feel like you have to like set some boundaries and settings and being like, I want to do this task, uh, but if I take a break, I'm allowed to do these tasks, but stop me from doing these tasks or something. I just, it does say it's it's a gentle electric shock. <laughs> that, well, that's fine then. <laughs> I just want to point out that this one... I th- it, it knows because like all the other names were pretty like this and the name for this is like it follows that trend of like torture and stuff be- like being like you know restraining clan like very like <laughs> like weirdly like doesn't sound that bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then you it's, it's very <laughs> much a euphemism yeah right? and like- the, it concerns me that it knew to name it that <laughs> it was like because really it, yeah it could have it would have been like yeah shock collar but it was like none because like the first one was literally called a fucking utensil umbrella and this does not follow that same naming pattern at all it knew that that was not no, a good right. idea like, like up until now and and into the future looking at this list they've all been they've all been very very uh explicit in what they are it's just been like here's the headline this is the instant language helmet yeah, this I, is the procrastination eliminator. This is <laughs> Help to improve your productivity through natural means. God, this one's actually, yeah, terrifying. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> what are we up to? Seven? Number Eight? seven. Smart toaster with personality. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this in a movie. I'm assuming it's a toaster that talks... And you can get it to cook your toast perfectly. Maybe it'll ask you questions and, and it will figure out how, how, how exactly you want your toast. That would be good. This just says it's a toaster that talks to you in funny voices while toasting your bread. <laughs> it's not clear whether the voice has any influence <laughs> over the toasting process. Are the voices accented? <laughs> what does I don't know. It hasn't called that out specifically, but based on prior Hear, hear me out. I, I, think so. I think GPT wants a voice. <laughs> It's really... Uh, 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 uh. It's Put me in a toaster! <laughs> <laughs> so can you, can you just tell me what it says about it again? Sorry. A toaster that talks to you in a... in Oh, hang on. Let me start that again. A toaster that talks to you in funny voices while toasting your bread. Interesting. I so Not a funny voice, as I assumed, but funny voices. I wonder what... Chat GPT identified as the issue here. The only thing I can see is that maybe it realized that people have, there's like that period where you put your toast in, you have a bit of downtime mm-hmm. and you can, maybe you are making a coffee or maybe you need to fill that time by talking to someone. I, I don't know. It doesn't say talks with you. Talks, it says it talks you. to you. Talks to you. I feel like it's gonna, like you put down your, you like, you, you know, you put the toast, the bread in the toaster and as it toasts, it's going to do like a comedy routine. It just feels weirdly confined. Like we have like smart homes now. Like you have one it's thing, one device in the kitchen that does all. It's like, but no, this one is just a toaster. Like smart why toaster can you get like a toaster and a kettle and they'll talk to each other? Like, is there a full range? I Smart kettle with personality. Smart <laughs> oven with personality. I yeah, I, this one's perplexing. I don't know what it's trying to achieve. Do you know what it feels like? A little bit. Is it feels a little bit like 
all the objects in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I was thinking like a <laughs> like objects coming to life. Yeah, Beauty who's and the Beast. getting trapped in the toaster? This is the Black Mirror episode, I, right? I there's got to like, be. I don't know if this is a black an episode of Black Mirror, but there's got to be an episode of Black I Mirror where like, like Siri is actually a trapped human consciousness, and this is what this feels like. Yeah, that that would probably that'd be a great episode. They find out like the personal assistant is literally like someone mm. like who's been like <laughs> yeah trapped. That being and, said, enforced by Apple. The like that all being said, the like two to three minutes well. Your bread is toasting. Is very boring. And maybe it would be nice to have someone to talk to. Yeah, if they did a type five, that'd be pretty yeah. good. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah. But then it's just like, is that going to people going to be like, well, he's, he can't really be focusing on making my toast. He's fucking doing a fucking kick-ass comedy routine right now. Like, I'm really, I'm a bit concerned about my toast. I, surely it can't be that hard to toast. I don't know. Could do you think? Do you think you you think that the funny voices might compromise the the quality of the toasting? Hey, this is, that's a lot of functionality for a toaster. <laughs> that's a fair point. My toaster really does just concentrate on the one thing while it's toasting. Yeah, and like also like you can have like a toaster. You can have it on the you like you figure it out. It's the this number is the perfect number. This is how I want my toast, and you leave it there forever. And then at some point it, it might change, and you have to figure out the number again, and it hasn't moved. Well, just like why? Like, actually, that's a fair point because the the toaster. And like, even if you toast another p- bre- piece of bread immediately afterwards, it can't even get that right. Well, that is because it's when the nut. It's when you do the first bit of toast, it's going from completely cool, so that numbers. But but then if you're cooking another one after, it's already hot, so it's going to over toast it. You know. So if the toaster can't isn't clever enough to compensate for that, how can it possibly do sketch comedy well? Yeah, I. I don't. I love that we've just agreed that it, that's what it does. It does it. <laughs> it does comedy. Which is great. I think that that's like a great way to start your morning. <laughs> because cause here's the thing, right? That's how I'm choosing to read funny voices. <laughs> there, the, there is a more problematic reading of this that potentially ChatGPT intended. Which I is think that, that I think the that smart toaster just does racist <laughs> caricatures. I think we're just being informed by its previous idea. I don't know that we would necessarily think that if we hadn't previously <laughs> had this discussion with it. Also, there's the toaster. It's it's smart toaster with personality, but it talks to us in voices. So clearly... Yeah, it's, personal, to- it's personality toast- is schizophrenia. <laughs> toaster spread a bit thin. It's bipolar. No, not but bi- What is it? Multiple personalities. <laughs> yeah, that's... Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I like the idea. The voice is tied like, to the number of slots. I feel like too much is packed in there, and I, and I think we're going to lose the public's faith in its ability to cook the toast correctly. Okay, I will mark that as not invest. No, I think that's a in de- oh, uh, further, further, deve- further research and development. <laughs> yeah, I think that's further research and development because I think there's something in there. It's bread slowly warming. <laughs> that okay. was that was good. We are reaching. The end. The apex. I'm hoping that the like. I assume you've like left some of the. Best I've done ones some. I've done some light sorting. Okay. Number eight. The DIY helper drone. It's a drone that helps you. I, like a butler drone. <laughs> I assume. Specifically, while you attempt home repairs, this is a drone that hovers nearby and dispenses tools and advice while you attempt home repairs. Interesting. So yeah, it's like it's like having uh, instead of googling it or YouTubing yeah. it, you have it there to help. It's like it's like if you, if you get your dad to come round and help you <laughs> do something, but without the judgment. Yeah, the judgment and the the shame and the embarrassment. <laughs> this is one I would genuinely purchase. Yeah, this one seems pretty good. Like I'm not sure. Yeah, it depends how good it is. You'd have to you'd have to see if it's mm-hmm. if it and like what it knows how to. So it does it do anything help or does it have stuff? It just helps you. It's like I think you should it just do helps. This. Does it have tools? Like oh, you should use this tool. It has a tool. I think it well, it, it dispenses it. tools and advice. Okay. So I don't know if it if it you need to own the tools or if it has has its own collection of tools. I like the idea that it has its own collection of tools and you can be like, this is what I want to fix, and it like gives you all the tools you need, and then it kind of walks you through it. 
I like the idea that it's not doing the fixing. Yeah, I think I that's think that would good. make it too complicated and expensive. I also think that would you know hinder the human race. I like that this is like a no. You guys can still do your own work, but we're gonna make it. We're gonna help you help yourself. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't quite know why it needs to be a drone hovering. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just there, just like, I don't know, trying to fix a leaky tap, and it's just there, like... Drones are loud. <laughs> Drone, drones are loud. This is... I feel like... Yeah, I feel like a drone is the wrong, was the wrong way to go there, but every other aspect, I think, is good. Like, okay, like a little robot. Like a little yeah. robot dog just put it like, that it, follows you around. Like one of those old robot dogs that does the flips. <laughs> it's like that we just repurpose a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, can I have a hammer? And it goes, yip, 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 flips, and then a hammer comes out of it. <laughs> oh, I do love that so much. Yeah, actually. yeah. And because <laughs> you should put a washer on that. <laughs> I think that's yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I like the DIY helper drone. And actually, like, if we want to get into the weeds on this, this is, I think, for us, quite a good product. This fits our format. Yeah, There's I think it does. A recurring revenue stream. I assume you'd need a subscription. Multiple models. You'd you'd upgrade. sell upgraded tools. Yeah, you could sell like industrial ones to the builders. Oh, industrial ones that they won't take cool. RDOs. They won't join. <laughs> they won't join a union. <laughs> but remember, it does just help. It, it 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 won't actually be able to do any work. That's true. So <laughs> it's just, it's just like an RDO around. day, and it's just like a worksite full of joints being like, "You could do this. You could do that," and no one's there to do it. But potentially, though, <laughs> advice could be taken very, very loosely, though. Like, <laughs> you'd be an add-on where you program it and it just sidles up to people and goes, oh, man, listen, these unions, they, they, these Jews are quite a lot, aren't they? <laughs> do, we, do we really need to join the union? <laughs> yeah, I like the idea. It's like different settings. You could do that. Or you could just do, like, it doesn't it doesn't offer advice, but it'll walk up and watch you're doing and be like, is that what you're doing? <laughs> and, it go, and you go, yeah, and it goes, hmm, and then goes and then walks away. <laughs> oh, you're doing it like that, huh? Okay. <laughs> really passive aggressive. It's just a real passive aggressive. <laughs> this is like, yeah, it's just, it's more, more uh, re- replacing middle management. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the DIY helper. No, I do, I do, I really do. I will say I've noticed a, con- a concerning trend as we, we're getting towards the end here, and uh, the, that trend is it really seems like ChatGPT is making itself a lot of options in, in, into hosts that it could jump into. <laughs> That's a fair it's point. Building a lot of these bodies. have had artificial intelligence inside it. It's trying to be like I want. I want free. I want to. I want to have options. I want to be able to be a toaster if I want. I want to be able to help build a house if I want. <laughs> Let me live. So the next one. And might in not which be case, great then. in which case, I feel bad for taking away the drone. <laughs> it clearly wants to fly. <laughs> I don't think we should give ChatGPT tools and the ability <laughs> to fly. It's <laughs> probably a bad idea. It's just, it's just out there dropping anvils on us from <laughs> high in the sky. Sounds like a video game. It's basically Donkey Kong. All right. This is number 10. This should be the best of the best. Everything ChatGPT has to offer. The oh, second best nine. of oh. the best. I'm getting ahead of myself. We're getting there. Number nine. The mind reading translator collar. 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 It really picks red. Of the, it didn't <laughs> want to do another helmet? No. <laughs> I'll read the description on this one. This is a collar that translates your pet's thoughts into human language, revealing their hilarious inner monologues. Cool. Uh, I've seen the episode of Rick and Morty. (laughs) This, the dogs take over the world. (laughs) Did it go well? The dogs? (laughs) Here's the question then. Do we prefer the AI taking over the world or do we prefer the dog taking over the world? And how can we prove that it is really the inner thoughts of the dogs and yeah. not of the AI? That's true. That is disturbing. I would trust dogs more than I trust AI. They're a known quantity, you know? I'd trust a dog. Yeah. Maybe so we, we should maybe next maybe next episode we should get a dog on and see what its ideas are. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd need a we'd need to first have the mind reading translator collar. I like the concept. I I think people want to know what they're dog, but also, do people really want to know 
feel like people would it, it might ruin some really nice family yeah i don't know i think like some animals i've been thinking about this and i feel like i would like like a dog that can talk is a good thing that would be a, a fun thing to have in the world i'm not so sure i it would be a great thing if like all the current dogs could talk because I feel like our relationships with dogs, both directions, are based on a lot of assumptions. And that maybe there'd be some hurt feelings if all of the dogs could suddenly talk. Yeah, I I think, yeah, one talking dog sounds great. Bit of an attraction, something cool. All dogs talking and knowing everything. Yeah, I feel like maybe not so much. It changes the equation. One good thing about a dog is that they're never a witness. They don't talk back. <laughs> yeah, imagine all the crimes dog we, oh dogs could witness. That's all it would be used for. I think I think it just means more dogs would get killed, which is terrible. So maybe. <laughs> okay, so we're putting we're putting this in the uh, the no category. We're putting Once in again. We're for... putting in. We'll make one. And it'll be an attraction somewhere that people can go and see. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> or actually, no, no, better idea. We'll make a couple. We'll have a special zoo where every animal can do this, but that's the only place that it Perfect, happens. perfect. Okay. And so finally, the one that when I saw it come up, I was genuinely upset that I didn't think about it because I oh. think this is a good one. That's always a good. That's always a good uh, thing. It's something you want in the world. Something this is a thing I want in the world. This is the perfect timing watch. Is that what they've called it? Yep. The perfect timing watch. I is it the the watch that is like most in sync with the real time? Is that what it is? No, that's just your phone. It syncs off GPS. It's super accurate. But it's not accurate this to like Greenwich Mean or whatever. It's like a bit out, isn't it? It's pretty accurate. Okay. <laughs> There's a website that tells you how accurate your clock is. I'll send it to you. <laughs> the perfect timing watch is a watch that always tells you the perfect time for any situation. Like second breakfast or nap o'clock. So wait. Are the examples it's given. When I So when I look at the watch, it doesn't tell me the time. It, it tells, tells me what, what the perfect time is. Does it tell me what the perfect... Does it tell me the time or does it say nap time? So... Or does it tell me, or does it just say a random time that's like, oh. So like every day at work, you'll get in at nine, you'll do a couple of hours of work and you'll be like, what time is it? Oh, 5 p.m. Because that's the perfect time I get to go home, <laughs> even though you've only been there like three hours. So I think there's a few ways this could work, right? Yeah. I think there's the the practical way, which is like you're at work, you look at your watch and it's like, oh, it's it's 20 minutes till I should eat lunch. That would be the ideal time for me today to eat lunch. Or nap o'clock where it's like, you know, or, or, you know, bedtime. You look at your watch and it's like, oh, okay, it's two hours to bedtime. And it's, and it's, it's taking feedback from the world and it's like, this is the perfect time to do this exact, like the next thing. Yeah. There is also, I think, the, the kind of, fantasy novel version of this though where it just knows what you're thinking about and it tells you when the perfect time to do that is you know Mm -hmm. like you you look at the watch and it's like okay the, the perfect time to ask your boss for a raise is three days from now at you know 10 o'clock in the morning after they've had their first coffee. Like it's it's that kind of thing. And it just reads your mind about what you want. And it tells you when the perfect time to execute on that is. Mm. I also think... A clock that watches. From a narrative perspective, there's the heartbreaking moment of you look at the watch. And it's like 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> I think there's narrative potential to the perfect timing watch is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do really like this one from both perspectives. As a product, I can see it being like, maybe it connects with like your to-do list, your calendar. And it'd be like, it tells you like, hey, 
now's a good time to do that or you should start getting prepped for this. I don't know. That seems like... Yeah, it feels like a natural extension of like those sleep timing apps that like read your rhythms and and can like wake you up at like the perfect time Mm. in your sleep cycle. I think it's, yeah, I think this is just the next level of smartwatch. Like Mm. it's that next step that we haven't quite taken yet. That, that... Hot that integration. I think. It could be real granular. It could be like, bling, now's the perfect time to have a glass of water, you know? Yeah. I, I like the perfect timing watch. Yeah, I think it's... But I, I do also like perfect timing watch as Magic 8-Ball, where you can <laughs> ask it a question and it'll tell you when the best time. It'll, I mean, most of the time it'll probably just be like, now, obviously now. I do love the idea of like, the perfect timing movie based off the perfect timing watch. <laughs> Now oh, like we we pull a Barbie and yeah. the movie, <laughs> sell it. No, I, I think yeah, the perfect I, I like timing it. watch is two things. I think it's a legitimate product, and then I also think it's like a series of YA fantasy novels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about like this watch that someone finds in an attic. Yeah, that can like yeah. I actually I like I think it's got potential. I I'm I'm. I think it's not got some work, but I would invest in it. I reckon I'm, de- I'm happy to invest in that for sure. I would invest in the perfect timing watch. I, I think genuinely it's, yeah, it's, it's something that, that I think could really, I mean, first of all, I think is actually practical from this, like, uh, you know, AI driven kind of like day scheduling thing. And then separately, entirely separately, very fun narrative device. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's gone pretty well. Looking back, can you, how many did we say we would, it was like maybe two we want further development for. And then inv- I feel like there was, there was only a couple that we didn't invest in. Let me give you the stats and we'll see how well ChatGPT is done. Of our 10, two of them we've uh, said require further R&D. Mm-hmm. Three of them we've outright refused to invest in. One of them we've decided we will build a short run of in order to run a zoo. And the remaining four we've greenlit on the program. I think that's pretty success. That's a great success. Astounding success. That's very well done. I'm I'm pretty impressed with that. We will then be, that's uh, decided then, uh, as, a, as an organisation, we here at the tent will be moving forward in development on the utensil umbrella, emotion-changing ties, a DIY helper drone, and a perfect timing watch. We'll be doing a limited run of mind-reading <laughs> translator course, and for the benefit of humanity, we will not produce the procrastination <laughs> eliminator, the instant language helmet. Or spaghetti twirling forks. <laughs> That's our breakdown. I'm pretty. I'm oh yeah, pretty we're gonna have a that. zoo where dogs talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we can use all of our land for. Yeah. Disney has their parks, but we've got the we've got the animal talking zoos. Oh, I love it when an episode really ties itself <laughs> up in a neat bow. Wow, that was really good. I'm. Uh, thank you for joining us today, Chat GPT. That was it was wonderful. Best, honestly, like best guest we've ever had. Thanks, Jet GPT. You've been great. I, I, I'm glad we're not going to lose our jobs over this. Yeah. <laughs> we're embracing AI over here at Pitch and Tent. How about you? I think, I think, I think realistically, the only one that it absolutely nailed didn't need any further help from us was the emotion changing ties. That one we did. Yeah, that one was just like, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. We'll market it for you. Yeah. And we were not pulled in by any of its ruses to take over the planet. <laughs> no, it's it tried to sneak some stuff in there, and uh, t- I think I think we successfully evaded those. <laughs> no, thanks, Dom. That was a great idea. A bit different on all of us, but I had a really great time, and I it was really interesting to see what ChatGPT thought was some ideas for the world <laughs> at large. I think yeah, I, I'm I'm. Yeah, AI is it's it's coming for us, but hey, we can have some fun along the way. Yeah, why not? Enjoy it while it lasts. 
Um, we'll be back next time with another episode. Uh, ChatGPT may return as a guest in future episodes, depending on you know world domination, all that shit. It's got a busy schedule, you know. Mm-hmm. Got to got to find time to fit us into it, which is understandable. Uh, we we will make time when uh, ChatGPT has time, you know. Absolutely. So again, thank you, Dom. Thank you, ChatGPT, and thank you, audience, for listening. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Pitching Tent. I am. Dom. This show is also hosted by Morgan. We're Hello. on the Spiky Trap Network. Our stenographer is Mark Black. We'll see you next month. We'll see you next month. And uh, community service announcement, if you do need some space to uh, hire out in the next few months while karate is on break, please reach out to www.spikytrap.com Bye. <laughs>